It is easy for worship leaders to feel alone. There is tremendous pressure on us each week to perform, to lead, and to help direct an amazing experience of worship and connection to God. But it's so overwhelming. There's no place to go to talk through these unique challenges worship leaders face. Welcome to the table. Hey guys, welcome to December at the table. I'm excited about this month. It, um, these episodes this month, we intentionally make them shorter uh, because you guys have a lot of things going on this month. I don't, I don't know if you've heard it's Christmas time. Usually means extra rehearsals, extra, 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 extra. And so um, our, our our job at the table this, this month is to just give you a little shot in the arm of things to think about and process as you go through this month. And so um, I did not introduce myself, but I'm Jason Squires, and I'm the host of this podcast. And so let's jump in today. Uh, we have a we have a familiar voice on, on 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 the podcast today, Rich Kirkpatrick. Rich, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good today, actually. Wonderful day outside here in Northern California. I we're, we are, I don't know I don't often talk to people that are in Cal, in California or even on the West Coast, let alone in. We're not far from each other, so that's that's the best part about this conversation. We should Absolutely. have done it in person. I failed that. I, this is over Zoom. We could have easily done this in person, but hey, it's fine. It's right. fine. Hey, it happens. Hey, man. So yeah, we've had you on the podcast before. You are like you are. Uh, you and I have our kindred spirits in that we love creatives and love talking about creativity. Um, tell us about you. Tell us about your book. Tell us about Rich, and uh, and then we'll jump into kind of the t- today's content. I've been a worship leader, and I still am for many decades. Just put it at that. So I made lots of mistakes and I started uh, as a writer. I wrote a, a book called Six Hats of the Worship Leader, which thousands of people have read, which surprised me because a lot of people were like me and said, what do we do? They keep asking, what do you do during the week, Jason? You're the worship leader. So that was that. And so I lived, you know, planting churches and doing some mega churches. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And at this point in life, because I'm a little bit grayer than I used to be, or a lot greater, actually, honestly. <laughs> Um, is how can I just, you know, add value and give to those uh, of you out there who are in the grind of it even more than I am at the moment. And so, uh, yeah, I've been doing church ministry. Uh, the second book I just put out, it's called Mind Blown. Um, it's about the creative process because it's hard to survive as a creative, often when you're the minority person uh, in an environment. And so I basically, I was telling Jason earlier before we put this on, um, but record on, uh, that, that trauma of saying, Rich, you think differently and being able to, you know, kind of go beyond the, uh, sucker punch of that with no oxygen to say anything, actually think about it for years. And so I'm hopeful, uh, now today that, uh, my goal is just to help the rest of you guys out there and gals. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. As we were kind of planning the, the content this month, um, I was like, we got to get Rich back on because this month is like massive creative output for for worship leaders. It's like, you know, throughout the year, I mean, we do the same, not the same thing, but for 11 months, church kind of looks and feels generally the same. And then in December, everything just gets thrown out the window and you kind of focus on different things, different elements, different, I mean, a whole different repertoire for a worship leader different songs, different everything, extra rehearsals and stuff like that. And so Christmas, the Christmas season rolls right into Easter. I mean, we go, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this and I just gave you a heart attack, but like Christmas kind of kind of rolls into Easter and we are 
constantly in this creative output. Give us some ways in this season to kind of help maintain our creativity while we plan and execute a lot of things, a lot of things that are happening um, that might not, that, that, that isn't a normal thing from throughout the year. I think one of the biggest things is this, is that there are macro and micro things, big things and little things. And when you're in the middle of execution, you're trying to put the finishing touches on something, the final um, things. And so it's not really the time to be super creative because you're being creative with how to get the thing done, mm. how to get through rehearsals, how to make sure the music's copied or whatever it is, the, the tech setup, the people to show up. Um, you're long past, you know, I'm so sorry for those who just started planning Christmas. Uh, you're long past the idea of a big, the big picture. Yep. So if you think of it that way and think, well, this is my time not to worry about all these big ideas. I can write them down. I can put them in a drawer. I can put them on the wall. Now's the time to free myself up to think about the little, the, what I call micro processes, not the macro processes of creativity, which essentially is putting the meat on the bones and, and serving the people in the actual services that you're putting on. I love That's it. one big thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh. and not, and not, yeah, not yeah. looking at the big things, looking at the little things and making sure that they stay, they stay yeah. moving. Yeah. I love it. I mean, you can't like change. Oh, let's try, you know, completely changing a say design, you know, and you're like three weeks out. You know, that's, and so also that also gives you uh, an idea of what to push back on, what boundaries you need <laughs> is often to say, okay, we are at the point where the train is on the track. So let's have that conversation later. And here's, uh, here's just a rule of thumb for me is plan Christmas and Easter in July and August. Mm. Now you don't have to plan all the little things like pick the songs or like that, but pick the big picture. What do you want? What does your leadership and you want to see happen on those events? So it's planning ahead. It's making sure you got enough budgets, making sure they understand your limitations, all that really ahead of time. So when you're in there though, it's the small things. And then, I mean, I think it, you know, inspiration, like you still need to stay inspired though, even though this is the, you know, you're at a breakneck speed. You know, inspiration, the whole idea of is breathing in so you can breathe out. You're doing a lot of breathing out, so you got to breathe in. you got to have something that you're doing to play or to take yourself out of the stream of wall-to-wall meetings or wall-to-wall rehearsals and give yourself a moment to um, play and to be inspired by something and maybe there's nothing related to Christmas. That's, that's something I, I always, I think if you remember to do that, at least it helps you be grounded a little bit to the other people in life that aren't even thinking about Christmas yet. Oh, it's, you ever finish a, like a big service, like a Christmas or an Easter and you just kind of, or what you walk in maybe right before it's about to start. And you think not a single soul in this room has thought anything about the next 75 minutes, but I've been thinking about it for months <laughs> and you go and everybody just, they walk in and go, I just kind of expect the next 75 minutes is going to be great. <laughs> and that's the first time they've thought they've walked in and thought, oh, there's planning that goes into these scenarios and into these sessions. And why does that guy look so his, why does he look so exhausted after? Cause he's been working <laughs> on it since July. And, you know, and so, um, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. What else you got for that one? Um, I think, uh, you know, it's important, you know, to, how would I put this, um, exercise, so uh, if you have a routine to keep yourself active and, you know, um, now I'm on this really strict thing I'm trying to do. Like I ran three miles today, which for me is a miracle because I'm an old 50 something guy to even 
think of doing that, but whatever the exercise is for you is to get yourself moving because, you know, science has shown this um, and your experience might show this. If you get out moving, just taking a walk, uh, walking your dog or, or whatever it is that you need to do, kick a ball around with your small children, just to get yourself out of sitting down and being stuck in one place. Because, uh, you know, what's the physics say? Uh, object in motion can tend to stay in motion, a lot of momentum. So I think that really plays into the time. You can't stop the momentum um, of you, though, having recreation. So physically saying, hey, what can I do physically to enjoy and keep myself going um, you know, when I can't really just take off for a vacation? This is not the time to ask for time off. This is not the time. <laughs> Well, you might be you might be uh, begging for it though. That's right. Speaking of that, after Christmas, most worship leaders are pretty spent. Like we're like it's you know you get to the end of Christmas, you get to the, you get the, kind of cross that finish line. Um, what are some tips you have following a big output of creativity where it's like I've been working so hard to this moment. It's it's we are we are December is finished. I'm exhausted. Like, and, you know, and then all of a sudden you realize it's the beginning of the new year and we're off to the races again. Like, what are some ways, what are some tips you have for us in that kind of coming out of one and, 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 and going, I like to call it post-event hangover where it's like, you, you get to the end <laughs> of the big thing and you're just like, my brain is shot. I'm exhausted. My body is, you know, tired. What are you, what are some thoughts there? Well, you know, adrenaline is going to lead to a crash physically in the small moments, but it's also cumulative. Your body is going to just start, just start fighting you at some point. So you got to watch that. And so rest, I think has three parts. So resting is what you got to do. And there's three, there's rest and there's three R's that follow it. This is fun, Jason. So I like it. the first one is to recover physically. So that means get, take a nap, take a vacation with your body and it may mean that you're going to finally sit down and fall asleep at that movie that you've seen 10 times, whatever it may be. Um, but do that. Uh, physically, give yourself just some space to rest. You know, it's one thing to exercise. It's another thing to say, you know, I just need my body, adrenaline, the chemicals need to re rebalance and so forth. So, so recover physically. The next thing is reconnect emotionally. Now, you've given so much output, um, but you also need to continue to be kind um, to your family and to those relationships that are most important. I mean, so stressful, enough, right? To, you put Christmas over all these people, strangers, but then you're going to have to go to Christmas with your own family and extended family. And that's a lot of stress. Um, so just be prepared to reconnect. Though. Look at it as a reconnection. Don't look at it as something that is work. But what you're doing when you're you know, sitting down and looking your child in the eyes, even though you're exhausted, is saying, hey, I'm here. Um, you're grounding yourself emotionally with that person. And the last thing is recalibrate spiritually. So, and what I mean by that is you got to find space to check yourself and not judge yourself completely for feeling terrible, but recalibrate yourself in such a way that you're, you're reminding, here's why I'm tired. I'm called to do this music thing, uh, for instance. So it's really reminding yourself of the, of the spiritual why. Why are you doing, and why did you just do what you did? that's gotten you in the state. And, um, and that kind of helps you realize that, you know, when you're groggy and when you're a little grumpy, um, the chemicals inside you, you can't just turn them off. Yep. Um, that, Hey, this, this will pass, but this is where I'm at. I'm okay. Uh, God's not angry at me for being exhausted and annoyed at everything, every little sound at the moment. 
but I need to recalibrate myself spiritually to see that, to filter those things and to not be you know, caught off guard. Um, and because that could sink us. So if, you know, if we don't you know, take care of our bodies, take care of our, the people around us and take care of our focus spiritually on God and on our condition, um, you know, those are things we are responsible for. Um, even, you know, if the Christmas was great or not, um, this will keep us going. Those said, will keep us. You said rest, recalibrate, reconnect, and was it recover? Recover. Recover. Oh man, well, that's a that's a write those things down. If you're driving and you're like, what do I listen to this? You're like, that's <laughs> those are those are four words at the end where you can go. It's ours. So they ours or ours. <laughs> think pirates. No, I'm just kidding. No, a lot of R's. Yeah, R maybe. Well, that's right. That would be a pirate R. That would be rest, recover, reconnect, recalibrate. Yes. And or, know that, yeah. And give yourself grace in those, in that, and that you're giving yourself grace in that season to go, it's okay. I love, there's nothing better than the nap post something like that. You, <laughs> you, you, you sleep and it's like, this is the best nap I've ever had. <laughs> you wake or, up and go, I'm a new human. Or you know? How about a Sunday? Isn't it true that Sunday feels like two days? Am I the only one who feels no, this way? That, that's a, I've never it, thought of it that way, but that's it, so true. It feels like two complete you know, uh, turns of the earth have just happened um, because of what you've done in the morning. Yep. And then you take, even if it's just a little nap or rest, um, hopefully it's longer for some of us. But yeah. And then after that, you have a whole of the day you live in. It feels like, what? Has it been two days? <laughs> um, was that today? Was that? So, and you add all the Christmas services to that normal. Um, of course, you're going to need, it's going to feel like a week probably for one day. Yes. yes. Uh, first day off. You ever miss that Sunday afternoon nap and your whole, your whole, it's just like, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, it was this, today has been an eternal day. That's one long, really long day. My, yeah. my family says, uh, yeah, please take a nap. <laughs> I love you better when you take yes, a nap. That's right. You need to go over there and just fall asleep. That needs just, to happen. Just fall asleep. Oh man. So, Hey, so we're, we always ask a food question on this podcast because that's how we roll. Um, and this is the holiday season. So I'm curious, like for you guys, for rich, maybe the Kirkpatrick family, is there something that's like, is there a dish or a meal or a food that when you eat it, you go, it's the holidays. It is definitely the holidays. Well, all I know is Christmas dinner, prime rib. Oh, are you? Meat, meat, meat. Meat, meat. It's gonna bake. You know, you just salt and pepper, season that big thing you put in the oven, and with some potatoes and who knows what else. It doesn't matter what else you put in there. Yeah. Um, and you have some prime rib, and I, you know, medium rare is kind of how I like it. Um, but and the edge, make sure I get the edges as well. Yeah. That's my favorite holiday thing because I don't normally eat beef much. Yeah. And I'm already looking forward to Christmas. We haven't had Thanksgiving yet. Because of that meal, it so comes that's my out, and thing. you know, you smell it. You're like, oh, it's this is time. This is a, oh this, yeah, this is a deal. When that thing is, when it's roasting, and you can smell that in the house, it's just great. And the colder it is outside, the better it is because you know, you're stuck in the house and all those smells. All the so smells. yes, that's that to me. Oh man, and, you know, I make a good gravy, pan gravy from that too. That's you just gotta okay. have some really good gravy over your mashed potatoes you guys have sides that are required in that in that meal you know i don't care about sides but <laughs> why waste your time with the sides <laughs> I say potatoes to me is, is a side for christmas dinner maybe other dinners i'd like you know a salad or something like that for this dinner 
it is Christmas. It's like, you know, something about, you know, the gift that cow has given us. Um, yeah. So that is by far my favorite. The least favorite would be eggnog, but we didn't ask the negatives, but that would be like, why? You know, you know, and you're not an eggnog fan, not an eggnog fan. No, it's like drinking custard. I mean, I'd rather, I don't know. It's just not, I don't see it. You know, some people like it because they put things in it, you know, and that's another story, but I, I just can't stand it. That's amazing. Oh man. Hey, tell us. So we, I love this. That was, I love, I love eggnog, but we'll leave it at that. I don't want to get in a fight on the, on the podcast, but the, <laughs> well, uh, I don't judge. no judgment. Okay. Hey, tell us how we can get your book. Where's it at? How do we get, how do we connect with you? Um, what, what are you on, on, on the socials and all that kind of stuff? Um, if you go to rkblog.com, that is my site. And that has links to all these things. I have an audio blog slash podcast thing, which is like five minute things to listen to. And my book is called Mind Blown, Unlock Your Creative Genius by Bridging Science and Magic. And that's on Amazon. It's on Audible. It's on any uh, uh, audiobook and paperback place of your favorite. Oh, as well as the Kindle version. There's and you did that. And I like to say as an author, you did, you did the Audible recording. It was not I did. somebody that's, else. That was the first time I ever did it. And that's why I even got this microphone that, that you see right here. Ooh. Oh, so it's worked out pretty good. Fancy. Hey man, I appreciate you uh, this month. Just kind of given that, given those worship leaders, just that little bit of information to go. Hey, it's it's important. Rest, rest, rest. Know that it's a thing. How to maintain kind of those those moments in in this month where it can feel hectic, feel crazy. Uh, but hey, we still got it. We're still doing it. Like you still got to do it. You got to get through the month. Um, and so, I appreciate what you do for uh, for creatives and uh, kind of continuing that conversation. Thanks, Jason. All right, guys, we will see everybody here next week.